I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What Drives You is brought to you by Ziggler, your premier source for equipping life and leadership coaches. Visit Ziggler.com and let them inspire your true coaching performance. Yeah. Welcome to What Drives You. I'm Kevin Miller, your host and guide to help you master your inner drive so you can live a driven, inspired, and peaceful life that sees you driving further and enjoying the ride. This is our What Drives Your Health episode where we focus on your health and wellness, which drives everything that we do. In this episode, how to control the increasing speed of life. I mean, everything you know this, everything in our lives is speeding up. Technology, artificial intelligence, deliveries, and boom. I mean, we can fill every second with something new and interesting. And the marketplace is focused on delivering us instantaneous gratification in any way possible. I mean, compared to our grandparents and especially our great-grandparents, I mean, the speed and convenience of life and survival is it's supersonic. And we can do in an hour accomplish what maybe even 20 minutes, what took them all day to achieve. Well, how is that working for us? I mean, are we awash in free time and leisure? Are we happier and healthier and more at peace than ever? Are we exuding so much joy as a result of all the privilege that we have uh, that we just uh, are, are exuberant? Well, we know the answer. I mean, we as a culture are we're sicker, we're sadder, we're more anxious than ever. I mean, the speed and convenience is not bad, it's, but our management of it, what we do with it. I mean, I can have a burger for a buck in one minute at a drive-thru to have one at home over my grill, maybe cost 10 bucks and takes an hour, but what's going to serve me better. So my co-host for these, what drives your health series, Dr. Randy James and I, we talk through this issue here and it's not all a certain answer. We're, we're grappling with it just like you are. Hey, I wanted to thank folks who have put uh, reviews in iTunes. You don't even know this. You never look. But we got these really sweet uh, reviews in iTunes, which folks I would ask you to do. I'll, I'll shamelessly ask because it, uh, I think it helps rankings and stuff and helps people just know what the show is about. So if you get benefit from the show, if you go to iTunes and leave a review, I'd greatly appreciate that. And I want to read a couple uh, because they ask about, and this is what I want to throw to you, uh, topics people want covered. Oh yeah. So this is literally, so, uh, uh, she actually put Connie in Nebraska. She put, she gave us a five-star review. Thanks, Connie. She says, I've listened to the podcast for a while. I heard the referral on the Ziegler podcast and I'm grateful for the great info. Could you please discuss number one, hypothyroidism and prevention? Yeah. Have we not done that? Uh, maybe in indirectly, Okay, but not, well, there's a request mm -hmm. number one, uh, number two, the side effects of statins and reversing the need for those. Okay. Okay. Number three, intermittent fasting during training for races. Right. So fasting while you're training. While you're training. Which I, yep. I relate to because I'm sometimes doing that for a race. So 
uh, there's there's some on our list that we can hit. And she says, on a side note, I've discovered the great fiction of Charles Martin uh, and great books by Andy Andrews. Thanks for your comments. Charles Martin, yeah. you gave me the first I, book, yeah, Long uh-huh. Way Home, yeah. I think it was called. You just gave it to me, one of the fiction books. You said, hey, check this out. I read that. Loved it, got another one, and then had Charles on podcast and have gotten to know him some. So we and we little by little are reading all of his books. So thanks for that. So yeah, Charles Martin. If you guys want to check out a fiction writer who has fiction that just is killer stories, they've done. He's got movies about his books, um, but also for me, it's just it's characters I want to live up to be like. Uh, here's another one. I don't know what they, they have a you know funky inst or a iTunes name. But they say, I've listened to your podcast for a while now and absolutely love it. I would be extremely interested in an episode featuring CBD versus cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. The health benefits are one or the other. Mm-hmm. Well, c- cannabinoids is cannabinoids. what CBD is. Okay. Well, that's what the, 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 uh, yeah, uh, I have no idea. We're in Colorado. I know. So can you talk on that? Sure. I'm totally clueless. Okay. So there's another topic. Uh, and this one was uh, the guy emailed in which folks, if you go to kevinmiller.co, there's a little email form. You can email us. And he said, have you done a show on stroke recovery and or Mm. prevention? Uh, no, we talked about, we talked about neuroplasticity and Parkinson's and those kind of things which is related, but not specifically stroke prevention and then recovery is tough. Yeah. Okay. Well, so there's some topics we, so, yeah. and same thing, folks, if you want to, if you have certain topics you'd like us to hit on, uh, let, let us know. Well, so this aspect of speed, which you're the one that brought it up so much. So we both read the book, uh, the future's faster uh, mm-hmm. than you think mm-hmm. by Stephen Kotler and Diamandis. Peter Diamandis. So it's really about AI, uh, artificial intelligence, which honestly at face value, I don't care about, it's just not my behind the scenes. It affects us all. It's coming. Right. But so they're talking about, this is what AI is doing. This is how it's affecting us. And then I, as I read it, I thought, gosh, this is something that is benefits me to know what's happening in our culture, you know, how things are in social media, how things are being, how they're manipulating us to some degree is how I read it. And looking at this thing, we just did a show on anxiety not long ago and say, how is speed helping and hurting us? And that's the question that I put out. A lot of people responded to it. I don't know if I'll go through all the responses, but that's the question I wanted us to throw back and forth is, I mean, I like speed. I'm impatient by nature. So are you. If anybody drove with you, they would know that you're an impatient <laughs> man. And I am too. We're both, you know, aggressive. So in a great analogy this morning, I'm rushed getting my kids to farmer's market. I have four kids with doing different things. It was the first time we had all four of them there this season and I'm rushed and I'm coming to meet you guys for some, you know, doing life together discussion at Starbucks. And I'm sitting there at stoplights trying to do the mobile order. Right. And it messed up and I'm getting frustrated. Okay. Right. Because your mobile order isn't going to be ready by the time you get there and you're going to lose three minutes or so. And I'm sitting there in the car. And if somebody had seen me, they would say, well, there's an irritated looking guy. And I finally, thank goodness, became aware of myself. This is stupid. And I put the dumb phone down and just drove to Starbucks, stood in line for a minute, finally did my order. You know, they had it pretty quick, but man, that, so that's part of the concept is what are we, are we letting the speed rule us maybe instead of us ruling it? Absolutely. Well, there's going to be both sides of this, but I would say absolutely thinking about email and then now we, we barely have time for words and it's an emoji and we live in a paperless medical office that still somehow generates, you know, papers all over the place. And now the, uh, the, the time on the keyboard is twice as much as it would have been. And I, th- I, it, we are shackled by it. And even more so when we have the perception that I'm being hampered, I'm being slowed down. Yeah. I'm becoming irritated. Well, and, I, <laughs> and we can look at this and I want to do, try to do justice to looking and saying, it's not all bad. I mean, again, I love it. I, we were, we were just talking about purchasing. So I am right. so grateful for the speed, the one click, the one click. And so I think of, gosh, man, I, I need X, Y, Z for the camping trip this week. Do they have it at Walmart? Where am I going to go? Wait, I'd go to Amazon. There it is. Great price. Read the reviews. Boom. Purchase it. And it shows up the next day. 
that is unreal. And the amount of time that that saved me of gas that helps the environment, you know, the lack of helps the environment. And I'm able to put that time into work, into my family, into whatever. I appreciate that speed. But now that is part of the question. Am I going to take that savings and be productive with it? I mean, we go back, we talked about that before. If you, if, if you only, if you had an extra hour every day, what would it do for your life? If you had an extra two hours and generally it would do nothing. You would just fill it the same way you fill all your time now. All the other hours that you already all have. Mm -hmm. So on this, Randy, ultimately what I got to thinking about, and, and somebody else wrote about this, I couldn't find it, but the concept of if you went back two generations and told your great grandparents, you know, imagine waking up tomorrow with electricity, washer and dryer, you can just order something and get it the next day instead of, you know, a catalog and snail mail. Uh, you've got a car that can get you somewhere. Uh, phones, you can talk to anybody without leaving all that stuff. Their feeling would be, holy smoke, seriously, if, if all and, and your food, you can just go buy food. You don't have to harvest it. Water, you're going to get right through a sink. You don't have to go out to the river and get it or from the well, all that I, I'm and I'm making this, you know, I'm making the concept of it. We get it. They would think, oh, my gosh, I would only have to work like an hour and a half, two hours to survive as we do today. And the rest I'd have free time. I could play. I could create. I could, so now here we are today with a lot of free time. Exactly. <laughs> and we have less than, I mean, is the speed helping us again, not to just dis speed, but to just look at it. And I actually, I hadn't thought about that before, but are, are we using it for our benefit or are we letting it like I am? I mean, it should be nice enough to go, I'm in a car, I'm driving to this place. They're going to give me the exact coffee I want in a few minutes. I'll stand in line for a minute, but that's not enough. I'm going to do a mobile order so I can rush in, grab it so I can get out of the seat and sit down with you guys and go, okay, let's talk about important stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I was being controlled by the opportunity for speed. Maybe, uh -huh. maybe that's it. So where the is perception the perception that you could have been faster? Yeah. I could have saved time. I could have done more. Is, is that true life? No, I, not in that moment. I don't. Not in, not in that moment. I'm thinking back to the guys back in 1850 or whenever they, they were. What would they do with all this extra time? And it reminds me of that other quote that we think about all the time. Are we able to sit alone by ourselves in a room for 15 minutes and just think? Mm -hmm. Or is that perceived as a waste, as unproductive, as whatever? And these days, people who have free time... I would argue we have too much free time. Or we have the least, opportunity from too much free time, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, well right, you're thinking then, about, if you're thinking about your kids. I would well, say. And, and both. Even us in the working world, I lament like, gosh, if I had more time, I could do this and that and the other. But, but at the same time, I, I mean, think of it even a two-day weekend. That, like, that is so... And for me and you, it's most often a three-day and... And we, and we still perceive ourselves as not having enough time mm -hmm. to do what we need to do. The idea of margin, the idea of being having space within the kinds of things to go be and, and do these other things. But how often do I take that time and think and sit and ponder and create a self that's better than the self that I was? I, we tend to fill it up with more stuff. stuff. I, well, I, I like this. I, I like a word here. So Cindy uh, Sipes, she responded to my question. She said, well, things that need to be sped up are taking way too long. <laughs> and the things you want to savor go by so fast. That's the challenge okay, of this yeah. world, this life. How do we savor the fleeting items and speed up recovery, healing, understanding? So those fleeting moments mean more and are more worth remembering. Um, I appreciate that perspective. And I like yeah. the word savor. And I've done this literally mm -hmm. at the table with the kids. So I know I'm violating it myself in other areas of life. But here I do make this gourmet meal that I spent two hours, you know, prepare, thinking about preparing, buying food, working to afford the food. I and mean, we can expand it and go, man, this is a full day meal right here. And the propensity for all of us to sit down and to be watching a flick or even talking and just wolf it down. Yeah. I'm, but buddy, Put that you back better. in your mouth <laughs> or, 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 or yeah, cough that, back, cough that back up and chew that and savor those tastes. 
I mean, wouldn't you think of if this, if it really tastes good, wouldn't you chew it slower and really savor it? Because we've kind of gotten in America, man, that's really good. Woof, 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 and just shove it down there. I'm thinking, you're not even, did you taste that? <laughs> Do, when are we savoring the moments? And again, just getting caught up in this speed cycle, get to the next thing. We don't. I, and I'm, and, and now think about it. When, when did you last savor work? Because you guys have to cut wood. Other people kind of look at that as, gosh, I wish I could get out in the woods and, you know, chop a tree down for the campfire or whatever else. And it feels like a vacation. When did I, when did, we're trying to savor exercise. When did you last savor meditation? Yeah. Or that, 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 so for, you can savor exercise. We can savor Brussels sprouts. Well, you're saying that now I'm getting ready to take off on a, to save And I don't even think about it as exercise. I'm going to go have fun on my mountain bike, but I still, especially, I mean, I was a pro cyclist. It's very natural. My default mode. Yep. So going to deep, my default mode is to get out there and hammer. That's the word we use. You hammer and just to go fast and look at my miles per hour when I'm done and, and whatnot. And it's been really just in recent months, I'd say the last half year, six months where I've realized I, I don't have to, I mean, if it's fun, if I'm enjoying the speed, do that, but I can also go at a moderate pace and just enjoy riding. It's so foreign to me. I'm so caught up in uh, again, speed. speed. Yeah. So savoring uh, the exercise. You said something that made me remember a guy back in Nashville, Tennessee. He owned businesses, banks, and he cashed out. No, he sold his bank. They had a local bank, had a few branches, just sold it, millions. And my mind serves me right. He made like 50 million bucks. And what he did is he went out, bought his own riding lawnmower, and mowed his yard. <laughs> So he's had people doing it all this time. And he said, no, I, I want that. He went, and I, at the time, I think I probably judged him poorly and thought, that's stupid. Go produce something. Go produce. Yeah. yeah. And he's think of the time you're, you're worth your hours per dollars per hour worth. And you're sitting there on a, on a riding lawnmower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yet that was true life for him. That's what he wanted to come back to. Now, a bunch of people here did talk about, well, here's, here's a good one. Faye Bryant. Things seem to happen so quickly. I long for the time formerly spent on the front porch with family, friends, a good cup of coffee for hours of rocking and telling stories. Jennifer Wilson, relationships, Kevin Helm, relationships. So a lot of people uh, mentioned that. Now we just did that. We have to carve it out and schedule it. It's hard to get everybody to show up, but we went to Starbucks and spent time that we could have been with our families doing household chores, working for revenue, pursuing our purpose and changing the world. And we sat out there and now we did talk about, we had books out on the table. We talked about meaningful stuff. We also, well, we didn't today so much, but generally there's times when we talk about, Oh, did you see that movie? Or, mm -hmm. you know, you talk about sports cause you watch that <laughs> stuff and, and just doing life together that takes time but we have we have to schedule it or it doesn't happen we, we, that's right and it doesn't happen in fact i get irritated when it happens too fast mm -hmm. or too short yeah like ugh, if we can only meet for an hour then what's the point we can barely get started and 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 i really like the times when we can linger mm -hmm. and there's not that and that feels like savoring and it's mm -hmm. worth working really hard over here on the other side so that we can create those times. Wait, so here, here's my ultimate grappling with this speed thing. And it, and it was somewhat perpetuated by the book. Again, Futures Faster Than You Think right. by Kotler and Diamandis. And they're just there. They wrote the book just to talk about, I think, what they felt like were exciting things happen in AI. And you know, we're going to have flying cars. That convergence has happened between the mechanics of the flying car and you know elon musk's batteries that weigh less and it's coming together where they're going to be able to do that and, you know we already have self-driving cars and they're talking about this stuff and i heard it though through my own filter and thought we're going to be able to fulfill instantaneous gratification more and more and more and more and my concern and i'll say even my belief or, or my experientially it, what it makes me feel like is it's going to help us all fulfill our instantaneous gratification, our appetites quicker. Anything that I want, I can do 
immediately. Yeah, right. And I don't see that helping us so far. It's, it, it sounds good, but the results don't seem to be, I mean, we look at it right now and I know I say this and it sounds so pessimistic and, and I feel like it sounds too much, but I, the numbers are just the numbers chronic illness and disease and depression and diseases of despair and deaths of despair and suicide. They're literally just growing at a, a ridiculously rapid rate to where our healthcare costs. The number one thing we spend money on in America is going through the roof. And I think the, the immediacy is not helping. Again, I don't want to say that overall. It, 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 it's not, it's not giving us, it doesn't seem to be adding up to true life. And health right. and wellness. We've got to step back and think about this like you and I are doing right now. That's that's the main point we're grappling with mm -hmm. is in that book, they said, you know what? We're going to be able to have subspace flight. You can fly from New York to Tokyo in an hour. And just think of what you're going to do with all that extra time that you spend. And you're going to get to a fancy hotel in Tokyo and you're going to turn the TV on. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to take about 20,000 breaths, according to the EPA the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to a hundred times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and air doctor is just the best. Air doctor filters out 99.99% .99 of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so it, your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com. Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. And you're going to get to a fancy hotel in Tokyo and you're going to turn the TV on. Speed does not save us time. It just helps causes us to do more to do more of where of your base appetites of of scratching an itch it, it can do that we're not saying it does speed's not the problem but when we have more and more speed more and more free time that's what you're saying we're not having greater and greater thoughtfulness and purpose and mission we're having more and more entertainment more and more fun and at the same time, we don't play, we don't adventure, we don't do some of these kind of things, at least in that context, we tend to swipe the screens a little more. We tend to not go garden or sit on our lawnmower tractor or think thoughtfully, thoughtful purposes or be in deep relationships. You're right, I'm worried that when, when it's held up in comparison to these other things that we could be doing, 
um, mostly online a lot of times, people don't perceive sitting on the front porch as value. There is value. Uh, I'm, I'm, that's, that's what concerns me mm -hmm. that I am a victim of as well. That if I am talking with somebody or communicating with somebody and say, Hey, well, let's, let's plan a meeting and talk about this more, get together, or, you know, do a show or whatever I'm doing. And somebody said, and I say, well, gosh, you know, well, let's, let's look at some dates. When do you open? They go, I, I can do it in an hour. I, I can do it tomorrow. As opposed to the person who says, oh, gosh, let's see, let me put you in touch with my assistant. And they come back and go, they've got time about, you know, in 16 months at this date. Which one sounds more important? The one <laughs> who's way out there, not the one. Right, who's so busy. But I had somebody and I'm so regretful that I can't remember their name who said it was a guy worth millions. Uh, has done, he says, no, I've crafted my life to where I'm available. I don't fill every moment. And so I'm available. So I can, I got time to. I got time now. What becomes important right now. Yeah. So I'm flexible. And I've thought I, I really would rather be that person. And I've actually made myself more, but I literally sometimes am prone to not say I'm available right now or tomorrow because it sounds like I don't have anything going on. Right. Like, is that going to hurt oh, my credibility to who I'm talking to? Absolutely. Well, think about me and a schedule and somebody says, oh, can I get an appointment? Sure. Sure. We got well, openings all day. Openings. <laughs> oh, well, can I get a discount since nobody else is coming to see? <laughs> yeah. I, and there's, but there's the tension. Yeah. There's the tension with our speed because I feel like, no, I, I, I'm going to use that word believe again, but that in health, I should be able to utilize smartly, intellectually, purposely, intentionally all these conveniences and all this speed to do my work, to sustain my life and have abundance in less time and have more time available margin time to think time to ponder time to play time to be available for a relationship that that would be success. Yet that is just not what is given credibility today. Credibility the, goes to busy that's right. And the people who wrote in tend to say those kind of things. And like we say all the time, I think we've got a, a crowd of listeners who are already on the side of things. If we look at the masses and the, and the hockey stick incidents of, did I share that quote with you that we were the, uh, what was Prozac nation has now become the United States of Xanax. Yeah. And so anxiety has now preempted depression. And of course, both of them are, are, are a big issue. And we've got more free time than ever and people don't know what to put into it. Well, that's, that's true too. If we have, Oh gosh, that's another aspect of it. If we have a life that is so inundated with input that we are mm -hmm. reacting to, mm -hmm. if we stop the input and say, no, I'm just going to be for a minute. We don't know what to do without the barrage of, yeah. We, we don't have a groove, a thought process, a, a pattern. Gosh, I think that's, that's what we're getting to is that the pattern of life, the, the seasons, the slowness, the rhythm. We talk about that one a lot. You mentioned the one click buying. And now in Gen Z, what we see with our kids is zero patience. Uh -huh. There's no capacity to wait. And like my son who you got a son that really loves reading and so my my second one really loves reading but, but he won't once he starts a series he won't read something else in between book one and book two and if amazon's a day late he just won't read and he mopes around all day long my book is not here i'm like <laughs> there's a library down the street thousand other books in the house now but i'm in a series and i and i can't wait well what if you'd had to wait for the author to actually write the next book um, that comes out in a year and, and it just, he doesn't have a space for that. So yeah. th there's just no, then I'm not going to read the book at all. And, and that's just cultural. And there you go. So to the futures faster book to that, we are not going to change that. So a year from now, five years from mm -hmm. now, 10 now, th 10, 10 years from now, we will have immediate gratification immediate even to the, oh my gosh, we got 3d printers. I don't even need to go. Oh, I yeah. can just make the product at some point. What are the chances? I, I, it's, I don't, I'm not, uh, educated enough, but will we end up if we if we were still in this office together five years from now? Will we have a three D printer, and when we need a new bottle because our SodaStream bottle got melted in the dishwasher and we need a new one, we just type in SodaStream, it automatically deducts a couple bucks and it just poof, creates it. I really used to actually 
not only go to the store, you actually have to order these things. No, we just, you just do it off your thing. I don't know. Well, but, but uh, we're heading that way. We are heading that way. Everything yep. is, is instantaneous. So it's going to happen. So it seems like the, the issue is how are we going to control it so that we have at the end of the day, I just wrote peace and joy. I want peace and joy. And so if the super fast stuff, if you can have it amongst that, great stats are not showcasing that that is the point where we're having more anxiety, more depression, not peace and joy over here as things continue to speed up and talking about that, you know, having the free time, how it's almost got me. I just wrote it down here on the, on the tangent of, we are so, we are getting to be recipients of input as opposed to purveyors of output. How's that? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you have time, do you know what to do with it? Do you know how, do you have anything to output? Do you have a hobby? Do you have fun? Do you have play? Do you have thoughts to ponder? Do you have knowledge to try to assimilate? Do you have, or are you bereft? And so it's, I just give me more input. Heck, you and I talked about that with me and you this morning where my tendency after I finish a book is to feel like I got to do another book, read yeah. another book, that there's another thing to read. And, and I, it, the, the wonderful book I just read, it skitters across the surface of my mind. And I, and, That's and a good perspective. I, I, it never goes into deep water. It never shifts the massiveness of me and the beyond and that starts to get really weird or whatever but if you're not expressing the deep calling to deep within your marriage within your relationship with your kids and your god and your job and your work then you're skittering across the surface of your life and at the end of and within that skittering is much more likely conclusion of depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. and lack of meaning and purpose lack of a really big why behind the what of what it is you are inputting and then outputting. And yeah, we are, remember this, this, this AI and and the capitalism, surveillance capitalism and the, and with especially Facebook and Google, we are the commodity. Mm -hmm. We, my eyeballs and attention is the actual commodity that's being shifted around between Facebook and Coca-Cola what was the main book we read on that? Uh, we read we read the yeah. we read the book on that. We, um, I can't. It's come, not coming to me. Uh, there's a book we read, and the, the the point, folks, is that yeah. With let's just think about social media. When you go online and you log on to Facebook, or which you don't, most people don't have to log in. You just put an F in your browser, and boom, Facebook pops up, or Instagram, or you know, LinkedIn, or I don't even, whatever all the, all the different ones are. When you do that, the moment you do that, somebody makes money. You have to look into that, but you don't have to go purchase. Don't think that it's just the ads you by proxy of, of logging on there. And it was, um, it was the documentary. Uh, Oh, you're right. It was a social dilemma, social dilemma. And there you go. There's one other, but I think social dilemma, I I think it's social dilemma. Uh So it's a documentary uh, that we watch. You're right. And it talks about that, which isn't to make you feel bad for going on Facebook, but just to realize that we're also the commodity when we watch the Super Bowl and we get a sure Ford motor car uh, kind of a thing, but it's just much more intimate, much more in our faces, much more also behind the scenes. Yeah. And so with, and, and it also creates speed. How do you spell Amazon? I don't know. A. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I had, I'm sure it exists. I don't use any of the voice stuff because I just don't like noise and sound other than my music. But I'm sure most people, well, most people have the, what is it? The Alexa thing or the, look how behind the times I am <laughs> where you would just say Amazon or yeah. you just say hey, it, whatever. Alexa, and it shows up. Order and, me that soda stream bottle thing. Yeah. Which again, nothing against it. Uh, it's, I mean, I appreciate it for we're, we were, we we need a new refrigerator. Have you seen the new ones? No. You can program them for the refrigerator will analyze your milk, and when your milk or your soda or your what gets lo- it it pre it orders. Really? <laughs> okay. Okay. Well. Well. So let's take that because there are. I mean. I, so I have a new. I have an Ember E M B E R mug uh-huh. that's connected to my phone. So I can't just drink regular coffee, but it keeps it at a hundred for me, 145 degrees. I, I love that. So again, not dissing it, but saying if to think about that, if your great grandparent came back and you were telling about all this thing, they go, oh, it's awesome. 
what are you with all that efficiency with all that, you must be so happy you must be so happy so, so much fulfilled i mean this the work that we had to do back right then? do you it took us a week to make a pie we had to pound it out and do this and somebody's birthday we had to work a week for that pie. Uh, okay, so I, I wrote down a couple of things that came to mind thinking about our grandparents. Imagine when it's a kid's birthday and they need a cake. You get, you got to go to the store and buy all the raw, raw ingredients, or, yeah. or you know, hike or take a mule or whatever they did, and buy the the raw ingredients. Have your cook stove with your at the right temperature, you know, and bake a cake. And we took so long. Talk about wanting you to savor it, buddy. You better appreciate that yeah, cake. Yeah, it right. took me to bake a cake. Like French fries that we take for granted. People go through the drive-thru. Has anybody ever made French fries at home? It's a huge pain yeah. in the butt. Grease and, and splatter. And you cut your finger every time. Oh my, so we wouldn't do it at home if we if it weren't at the fast food place. It's, you know, same thing with a milkshake. If you had to go to the theater to see the same movie. Now we don't. It's just, boom, it's going to be on your, on your screen. If we had to look through a catalog a and send a letter to get something that was delivered months later. Yeah. I, we have no, without mass production, I mean, we take it for granted. But again, yeah, that question that if we went for, went back in time for them to look at it and go, oh my gosh, if we had that. Uh, we, we literally have the Dick Tracy watch, right? We yeah. can, we've got video on our watch. We almost have flying cars. The only reason we don't is because, what's the point? We, we don't really, <sighs> that, we don't really, it wouldn't, Anyway, according all, to the book, it just what what would be the point of doing that? And yet, our great grands would say, "Holy cow! We even had to worry about a famine. We had to yeah. worry." And and here we've got nearly every food at nine thousand feet that we have. We lack for nothing. So why aren't we filled with joy? Filled with peace? Filled with security about the fact that it's all going to be there? Yeah. Why aren't we each creating brilliant things or creative With things? all or, of our free time and, and doing yeah. the arts and philosophy and... But to do that, so let's go back to, we did a show, I don't remember the number, but we did a show early on about the challenge of doing, I'm going to say this, challenge, we said it in being health and wellness, even to go to diet, to go away from the average American diet, standard American diet, and eat healthily, you have to be a weirdo. That means you're mm -hmm. not going to eat the same thing as your family, coworkers, whatever, and you've got to be a weirdo. Now, you can also not be militant and give in, you know, kind of do the 80-20 rule. Man, I'm, when I'm on my own, I eat well. When I'm with people, I go ahead. It's, it's, it's fine and to some degree maybe healthier, but you're going to be different. At some point, somebody's going to know you're mm -hmm. a little different. We're talking about this now. For us to all take, if we segment it and say, okay, this, these 100 people over here are just going to keep using speed and living speedfully, these over here are going to use speed and take the savings that we should have and have margin and have, they're going to be weird in regards to the culture. I'm, I'm thinking of the Amish. Well, you grew up there and, and are they not, have they not done the same thing and said, yeah, you know, 20 miles an hour on a horse is just fine. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that. I, I don't either. I don't either. But to that degree. So back to that. Is their level of contentment and peace and joy any less? And I would say they're probably on the plus side. Uh, probably. Maybe. No, I, I I'm, I'm going. Yeah, the, the enjoyment of that cake made by scratch back then, they probably all. By that person who's it. literally pouring love and care and, and whatever into this piece of food for you on your well, birthday. Well, even the people having it. They haven't had a cake for four months because that was the last birthday and the last time somebody went to that extent. They know what went into it. Oh, cake. Thank they're, you. They're the gratitude, joy, their the dopamine joy. Yeah. was probably higher. We just run through the drive-thru and I want cake and I want this and whatever and, and we take it for granted. We're not appreciating it. I was gonna, and, and the dopamine hit or whatever that is when we do do that thing is is far less uh -huh. well we'll flip it around maybe it's far more but we're numb to it i would say it that way that when you're eating that much sugar and that much it's kind of like diabetes right in order to get this or any drug you need a little bit more to get the same kick you need a little bit more to get the same kick and in order to get the same dopamine hit from the same thing you need a little bit less. You need some fasting. You need, in this case, yeah. time, speed. We're in danger of getting very ethereal when we talk about the nature of time in and of itself and the relativity and all of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm wrestling with time as 
one of the things to eat, uh, imbibe. Yeah. And sit with it and be, and not have that perception that I don't have to do anything, whether productive or whether entertaining or whether, you know, whatever, take, take away everything, not to get to the point of nothingness or any of something like that. But I think for you and I, it would be to, to be in relationship with, with God, with self in a, right? Like to get, it feels like it takes so much time and work to get there. You can't speed that. Okay. You know what you just said? One of the, you just said something though, that's probably relevant. We do take free time away from the production and survival of life and give it primarily to entertainment because as busy as we all feel and strung out and anxious, we also know stats wise that we spend an inordinate amount of time viewing a screen, viewing entertainment on a screen. Now when I'm spending all day, I mean, you and I spend most of our working day with a screen in front of us, but it's work. It's text and documents and charts and graphs and writing and, and corresponding, whatever. So I'm going to move that out. Cause that's, you know, that's, that's in place of if we were out chopping logs or whatever for a living, but over here of when we are scrolling social media, watching a show, watching a YouTube video, watching a movie, playing a video game, that is entertainment. And we know that there's an inordinate amount of time spent doing that, taking us away from everything as well. So we are investing it in entertainment. You know, you said uh, something, Kendall Hudson was one of the responders here. He says, and I'm not sure I agree that time is speeding up. Time is still time. Clocks are not running faster. <laughs> I suggest we are just trying to cram as much in a day as possible until we lose track of time. And our phone says next on the to-do list. Uh, one in, <clears throat> in that place where time is time, and we're getting, now we're getting into ultimate meaning, purpose. What is, you know, the, uh, in, in scripture, the idea of redeem the time. Mm -hmm. and, and, and what's the nature of the times that we're living in? And we are here in this time. And for me to sit there in time, um, I'm, I'm, I'm working towards the word flow where mm -hmm. you're, you're in, like you would use the mountain bike analogy and, and an hour or two or five minutes goes by and you're like, I, I was in the moment. I was in the flow. I was in the zone. That doesn't, or, or does that happen when you are speeding with the harriedness and Dallas wilderness, you know, what's your key life? The ruthless, ruthless elimination, elimination of hurry. Okay. Then what do you put in that lack of speed? You, it's almost like we talk about a relationship with fasting or yeah. food. Here's a relationship with time. Like I know time, but I would say I don't know time. And I know my kids don't know time. They don't, have a relationship with the because time is also a concept you know it's in your head and you can lose time yeah. with when you're in the flow and and i think the best example is we all know driving and you don't remember you know 50 miles worth of whatever and because your mind is somewhere else and you're you're in it but not in it and i do want to work myself and, and create the grooves in my head to where that that happens with um work and for me, I think it does happen like an hour goes by really fast, especially if there's resonance and there's that sacred moment of connection with another human being and, and, and goodness comes out of that, 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 that is not our culture, that we have to work really hard to be becoming the kind of people that are okay with that kind of time. Wait, you remember in recent years here, we've had that, uh, sitting is the new cigarettes <laughs> Right? Yeah, but when, you know I have to change that. What? So last week I had my back. I had that weird thing in my back. I, I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you were Did, flat. Yeah, you um, couldn't move. That was last I, Friday. That was last we, Friday. We met. Friday, oh, guys met with Friday morning. You couldn't sit in that Starbucks right. chair. So you know what Stefan said? Oh, you bought your desk. Standing. Yep, my, standing was my... And standing hitched. So I'm very conscious now about saying, okay, both feet instead of kinked. Like, you're not kinked, but... Well, you know, I'm leaning. most I'm often still kinked. Lean, yeah. You're, hit, you're standing on one leg or the other.
your hip, you're standing on one leg or the other. So for context, stand, you know, talking about standing desk, we both, I have a Vera desk on my desk that I can raise up and down. We're standing. We, we had this custom made podcast table here. We're standing. We jerry rigged a standing desk for you out of an old desk. You don't even have an option, but to stand, but standing. Well, for one thing, if you're just standing there, period, you're still sedentary. Is that better yeah. than sitting? You know, theoretically for your posture, you, you're probably, you, you could be, well, either way, you can still have bad posture standing. And that's what he's saying is you're if you're sitting there standing, but you're, you got, you're hitched on one leg or you're leaning on your desk or you're whatever, yeah. that it's not much better. And he's saying that it exacerbated your back problem. Right. I got kinked for lack of a better word. And then I did this activity over here and that created a muscle spasm. But anyway, your point. Well, but, but okay. So, so the sitting is the new cigarettes. We could, I think it would be more appropriate than to say sitting or being sedentary at a desk is the new cigarettes, whether you're standing or sitting and just, you're just there. You're not having a life of movement and whatever that that's the new cigarettes. Well, so that has been said, we can go, you can go look at that. Sitting's a new, and this topic got me to thinking recently of, I think hurry is the new cigarettes. Hurry is the, uh, the, the disease that's going out there. Busy, uh, frantic, anxious, yeah. just filling each moment. And again, that's, I'm, I'm intrigued by this idea of input and output that we are not the, the concept back to Pascal, uh, his, his statement of, we can't sit alone with ourselves for 15 minutes. We are so addicted to input. input. Yeah. Even, and again, even the good stuff, even good input, like this morning, we were creating an example of a guy who's essentially idolized Bible study. Like, mm. theoretically, it would be good to do your devotions and that kind of thing, but it's like, yeah, until it in and of itself becomes a craving of that kind of input that you can't still sit alone by yourself in a room for 15 minutes with your own thoughts because you need that input. And there's where at you know, Simon Sinek has done a lot of great videos on the dopamine hit. I mean, mm -hmm. why, why sit there when you can go get a dopamine hit and you can go on the screen and, you know, thinking about this instantaneous thing that we can fulfill just about every desire almost instantaneously without leaving your couch, chair, office, home, whatever. You do not have to have a relationship with anyone. You can do it all. And we can go to that to, to sex. I mean, there's porn, watch ever, whatever you want, and you can get devices, and I don't want to get too graphic, but you can be pretty fulfilled from a physiologic, well, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not really, you know, it's obviously not the same. It's an artificial, but. Uh, it's it's going to go one layer of worse. Remember when we talked about Ready Player One? Yeah. And, you know, then you don't even have to leave your apartment. You've got this connection you wear a wetsuit that it stimulates you here and there and everywhere to feel like whatever it is you're seeing on screen i don't know if you know this but ready player two so the book is out and so i read that uh, uh yeah, maybe so it's it's not as good as ready player one but it goes even more to where you put on a a brain thing and so now when you're online and eating an apple it is literally stimulating the apple eating it is no but different that would make fasting easier that's well, it's it, you physiologically, can, physiologically, you can step into a female body. You can step into yeah. an animal. It, it got really weird. And, and the Peter Diamandis's of the world and Elon Musk and all of these guys are saying, yeah, we can do that. We can already computing power is now such that we can get all of your brain onto a chip huh. in the quantum realm of computing. Well, and, and, and I think our culture now, because God or a higher purpose is no longer fulfilling people, whatever the higher purpose is, we don't have a higher purpose. Therefore, it's the lower purposes that become the driving force. And, the, and one of those purposes is simply hurry. I, I, I got to go teach class. I got to go be somewhere. And. And, and, and consequently, we're, we're falling through the cracks more and more and more at a younger and younger age, whether it's depression, anxiety, or other physiologic brokenness, in that we see that in our marriage, we see that in our, in our families, and I would say we see it in the very culture that we're in, and the unraveling norms, some of those are bad, 
and we we need to have a healing racial construct right like we we've had bad things that need to get to get healed that's a higher that's a higher but it's not the highest oh you weren't because your speed of getting your coffee wasn't very effective this morning you missed the first part of the conversation a cnn doctor wrote what's the highest good the highest good of all goods so here we are with a world that's not going to say god anymore or religion so the highest good for a CNN MD, bodily autonomy. And I don't even understand that. But I get to scratch an itch. I am, in, I, am, I am God of my body, bodily autonomy. Whether I want to be male, female, black, white, identify young, old, bodily autonomy. Become, essentially, Ready Player Two, you essentially Adam and Eve. You are can the, become a God. Are the beginning and the you end. You are the beginning and the end. Bodily autonomy. And then underneath that, I would say, is the busy, 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 hurry, 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 next vacation, next drink of soda, next. And we're all in it. We all have to drink something. And it's the bothness of, yeah, but is that your purpose in life, Kevin Miller, is to scratch that itch of being whatever you can imagine yourself to be? Wow. Well, when you, when you say that purpose, I, I, I'm prone to thinking, as we're ruminating here, that without a true, deep, authentic purpose, without that, then the hurry and doing and busy is at least a purpose. There's something to do. Uh, I would agree with you there. And with her. If there isn't a transcendent truth that goes beyond your body and my body, if there isn't a transcendent truth that's truth capital T then you're right she's right but she's not right (laughs) because what that then means is that everybody is a God unto themselves and I can do whatever I want and etc 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 and then it's going to be absolute hell well okay then then we're then we're you know look we're back to motive one of my favorite topics to some degree mm-hmm. is is my perform is my motive uh e- even if we look at high performance i mean you can have high performance in a category your job in you know in a, in a sport obviously we think about it there uh in in wherever you can have that and wreck yourself outside of that but have high performance is that my goal is just filling the time goal entertainment whatever or is if we come back to these so seems more and more un, untangible is that a, is that a word intangible, intangible thank mm-hmm. you intangible uh aspects of peace and joy and fulfillment but who cares yeah. at this it, well, okay here's a great example you won't know this because you're not a sport following guy but you know last year college and then there's the number one draft pick right like who's picked first in the first round right and the guy that was picked first in the first round was a... Is this football? Yeah. Quarterback. And um, do you know what his biggest ding was as the football in NFL industry was looking at him and saying, you know, I don't know if he has what it takes. He's got the, the numbers and the stats and the skills and the whatever else. Is I think it was a Sports Illustrated article at, was interviewing him. And, uh, and they said, you know, what if you don't get number one? What, what if you don't, whatever. And, he, and his answer was, I'll be okay with that. I've got life outside of football. That was the number one reason why they thought he might not go number one was because. He didn't say it's my life. He, exactly. Huh. Exactly. And it became actually a detriment that this guy said, no, I want to win. In fact, he's only known winning. He's Hardly ever from high school on, he's only lost like 10 games or something. It's just remarkable. So here he is, and he's just, and I I have so much respect for him as a young man being able to say that, and he did go number one. And um, anyway, we have a culture that doesn't glorify the fact that he's got life outside of football and he's a great dude. It's... Wait, this guy, I keep thinking of the word you used a minute ago with, you know, it gets so ethereal. We can go so far down the rabbit hole of going, when, I mean, so I'm, again, I'm about to drive away and I'm going to go into the woods and camp 
by myself. I got my mountain bike and I've got, and I, honestly, I've got my computer and a charger thing. Cause I want to write and I like to, I want to be able to do it on there and stuff, but I'm going to go spend time just being alone, but who wants to do that and who's happy in and of themselves, but how on earth are we going to find peace, joy, and fulfillment and know what decisions to make with the barrage of the reality that we live in? It's just going to get more unreal and artificial intelligence and to know what we want and what at the end of the day is going to give us peace and joy and fulfillment because that's what we're dying from right now. We are dying. Everything's faster and we are sicker and sadder than ever. And so I'm, I'm back to this. I'll probably title the show this of, you know, is the speed, are we in control of the speed? And we can, let's put in their speed as the, the conveniences yeah. of the privilege. Yeah. Are we in control of all this stuff and using it for our benefit or is it using us? And we are like, we talked about, we're just we're, the commodity, commodity in the system, mm-hmm. helping it run along and it is killing us. It is. And in order the the human mind, and that's where we would say we're made in the image of God. We have got creativity, free will, choice, power, and decision. And and that's what you just said. Is is my creativity, free will, choice, power, and decision being pinged so much so that I barely have any choice? That Facebook can tell me exactly what I'm going to do? And and that is one of those, we read that in a, one of those marketing advertising yeah. book is the amount of statistics that they can generate and look at you at near 50 and whatever, then they can say, you shop here, you buy here, you're, the amount of food or money you spend per week and they can predict it and with very, meaning we are the commodity. We don't even know it. And to step outside of that, like you said, you're going to be a weirdo in some way, mm-hmm. shape or form. Well, I would say Yes. And within that pathway, that path of life is a much higher chance of peace, joy, fulfillment. And to that, I mean, we are, like you would say, we're all on the spectrum. I, I, Kevin Miller, talk, sitting here professing this stuff, I am allowing myself to be controlled by a lot of this stuff, to be manipulated, yeah. to be persuaded. Mm-hmm. They're getting my money. Mm-hmm. I think I'm in control because I think, no, I spent that money on something I wanted, but they know that they added that in and mm-hmm. I added it on and I supersized my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a product of that. Am I over here? Am I in control of it? Or is it in control of me? I don't know how to keep coming back to that. Are we taking this privilege, this... What we want to do for ourselves, because you and I are talking to ourselves and people are listening, is awareness. Mm -hmm. Be becoming more aware. Be becoming more uh, appreciative, grateful. Be becoming less hurried Uh and and more in the flow, in the zone with yourself, with God, with your wife, with your kids and, and with work. Therein lies the path of life. Yeah. I love the concept of that. Do I know who I am and what I want? And am I able to just, I, I, for some reason, you just gave me the vision of sitting in my chair, which is right over here on wheels. Of, of, do I ever just push the chair back away from the screens and go, okay, what's going on? Am I doing what I want to do? Is this, is this producing my true, or back to the name of your clinic and, and of the show, is am, this am my I becoming me? Yeah, am I becoming the me I want to become? Am I, is this my true life? And again, it's not just... And the answer a, is going to be no. Not as well, true as spectrum. it could be. It's, You're right. on the spectrum. On, on spectrum. I, I, yes. So am I, am I 10% of my true life or am I at 90%? But I want to hit on what you said. As we talk about this message, if somebody hears this and it's revelatory or it gets them uh, excited or, 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 or ashamed or whatever, that, we're gonna, that the show's going to end life is over here it's the culture that we know and everything is speeding up it's as fast as it's ever been it's going to speed up more and to do anything different is so 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 difficult to jump out of the norm yeah it's so hard it's hard for you it's hard for me it's hard for anybody even in our blue zone it is difficult and i don't want to downplay that that to jump outside but again who are we committed to what are we committed to that's right what's the bigger purpose what drives you 
Friends, thanks for tuning in as we endeavor to help you master your inner drive so you can live a driven, inspired, and peaceful life that sees you driving further and enjoying the ride. Uh, my co-host again here, Dr. Randy James, is a medical doctor and functional medicine expert and my closest dear friend. Uh, you can find him if you want to at truelifemedicine.com. If you appreciate the podcast, leave us a review at Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating at, at there or at Spotify, wherever you listen. And you can find us on YouTube. Subscribe there as well. A lot more of you guys are doing that these days. You can uh, watch us and comment there. And I get to, ch to respond back to your comments. But find me at kevinmiller.co on YouTube. Same thing. You can find me on social media, kevinmiller.co, where we put all the clips for the kind of the really interesting clips from all these shows as well. If you want to learn how to master your own inner drive, get my book, What Drives You, on Amazon in any format you want to. Until next time, stay driven. Yeah.